Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast. And Steve and I are going to kick around a few stories of uh, times when he was on Lou Heather and the Round Guy. Uh, how you doing, Steve? I'm thrilled to talk with you, Dave Johnson, Mr. Southeast Iowa. Always a pleasure. Well, you told me an interesting story of uh, uh, kind of a birthday gift you got for Lou one time. You want to go over that story with our listeners? Well, I I, I sure will. Uh, some some folks will find it interesting, some won't, but that's how it works, right? That's how it works, big fella. Uh, it's like my grandfather always said to me. He'd say, Steve, if everybody liked the same things, uh, everybody'd be after your grandma. So, so as I said, you know, it's hopeful that people find. When I worked at KGGO, I was the guy that sent up uh, interviews, interview guests, and and it was a labor of love, if you will. I enjoyed uh, talking to uh, rock stars management and lining up an interview with a rock star, lining up an interview with, you know, anybody. Really, you know, if they had a unique story going on, and we wanted to talk with them about it, much like, you know, what we're doing here now. So I got a call from a management office, as I would often do, because my name and number was out there as a contact to set up interviews. And, and usually, you know, it's like a talk show. It's like... Uh, you know, the Jay Leno show or Letterman or, you know, these new guys now. They get their guests uh, because the guest is usually desirous of, of selling something. Whether it's a movie they're in coming up and they're trying to encourage people to go see it. Whether it's a, a book somebody's written, they want you to go out and buy it. Uh, it's timely, whereby that's what the celebrity is trying to sell. Right? They want some visibility to help with uh, whatever's going on. Now, uh, a management office got a hold of me, wanted to uh, uh, line up an interview with their client, who happened to be Rob Halford of Judas Priest. Okay, so that was certainly uh, desirous for us to do it because uh, because we play a lot of Judas Priest. Right, so to have an interview with Rob Halford would be, it would be beneficial to us, for our listeners, and it would be beneficial to Rob Halford because what they were celebrating was some anniversary, and they were going out on tour, and they wanted to make sure people knew it, and would buy tickets to go. Okay, so what I knew at the time was that Lou. Uh, his favorite uh, rock band was Judas Priest. And his favorite singer was Rob Halford. And I knew that Lou was celebrating a birthday within the next week or two. So in my head, I thought, gosh, this, this could be kind of a neat thing. I'll arrange the interview. Uh, I'll keep it secret and just say we have a secret caller coming in on the line and and that uh, he's a special guest, but I'm going to maintain his uh, identity.
identity a secret. And I was just going to spring him on, on Lou. You know, and say, hey, here's your birthday present. You get to talk to your favorite rock star. So that's what I did. They, on their end, the management uh, uh, person gave me several days and times as an option for them to call us. And of course, I picked the date uh, that was Lou's birthday. And the time, I, I, uh, I shot him a time uh, during the morning show to call, so we'd still be on the air, and, and it would be just like I had hoped it would go, you know, and a birthday gift to, to Lou. So uh, I, I picked the date and time, uh, I, I schedule it in the book, and I'm good to go, and I'm just kind of smiling at myself, thinking, you know, this is going to end up hopefully being really cool. Because sometimes when you set up an interview, uh, sometimes they don't call. You know, they've been calling other radio stations, and they go over their time, and next thing you know, they call to say, oh, yeah, we're going to have to set it up some other time you know, we're busy and he's distracted. He got something else going on. All right. That, so there's always that chance. And, and when that happens, it obviously is very frustrating because if you scheduled uh, an interview with somebody, you certainly want to promote it on the air. So you're telling your listeners, Hey, make sure you're listening at eight 30. We're going to talk to so-and-so or make sure you're listening at nine o'clock. We're going to be uh, interviewing so and so. It's such and such. And so everybody gets revved up. They want to. They purposely tune in at whatever time you're telling them. But all of a sudden, you got to go. Yeah, we were going to talk to so and so, but they cancel. And so it's a big disappointment. And, and to reschedule everything, it's a pain in the ass, right? So with that uh, thought, I I thought you know there's. Certainly things that happened that could ruin this, and, and uh, I thought maybe this would be one of those times where everything goes as planned. So sure enough, that morning, everybody's uh, wishing Lou a happy birthday, and his, the members of his family have called in and wished him happy birthday. We've had some sponsors call in and talk to him. And, you know, we have a cake and, you know, they do it up like like somebody's birthday. And I have started to say, I said, well, look, Lou, I, I uh, encourage people to call. And I I think that, uh, you know, we're celebrating your birthday. And as a special treat, I, I said, I have lined up somebody very special for you to call in and wish you a happy birthday. And uh, they're all, yeah, yeah, who is it? I go, nah, I'm not going to tell you, but I know it's going to be a big, big surprise, and you're going to love it. So I was handling the uh, hotline for the phone, and they, they phone rang, the hotline rang at, at about uh, 8.30, and I pick it up, and it's Rob Halford. And I, I've said to him, I've kind of whispered to him, I said, hey, listen, I said, I'm going to keep your identity a secret for a moment. I said, uh, Lou loves Judas Priest and you're his favorite singer. 
and and so it's his birthday, and I'm going to start this off like uh, I lined this up for you to call in and wish him a happy birthday. And he said, "Oh yeah, that's fabulous. That's fabulous. Let's do it." So I, I put him on hold. Uh, we've come back from a commercial break, and I've said now on the air, I said, "Lou, Heather, everyone, uh, I have a special guest." who is called specifically, Lou, to wish you a happy birthday. And I, I put him on, I said, now, I said, uh, uh, special guest, don't, I said, don't say your name, but are you there and, and you're on the line? He said, yes, oh yeah, I'm here. And, and I said, you're here to wish Lou a happy birthday. And uh, he goes, yes, Lou, happy birthday. And, and uh there's a pause, and I say, okay, special guest, Lou, say hello to Rob Halford. And he about fell down. Uh, he was so tickled to hear from this guy. And so from there on, it was, uh, you know, Heather and I really weren't able to get a word in because Lou was just, oh, we saw you at concert here, and oh, we missed this concert here. Hey, what? wow. And, and uh, you know, he's just freaking out. And then when I did have a chance, I, I explained, I said, Rob, I said, I know you're calling to wish Blue a happy birthday, but I said, you've also got something else going on with the band. And, and he said, oh, yeah, we're going to go out on the road. We're going to this. And so, so it turned out really well. And when we finally hung up, Lou was just incredulous. He couldn't... Uh, you know, he couldn't figure it out how it happened and how I was able to get a guy uh, of that status, you know, to call in on his birthday. And, and yet uh, it happened, and uh, we were just very fortunate. And and it was probably the most unique birthday gift Lou has ever received. And we're going to try to schedule a time when we can talk to Lou, uh, and, and uh, hopefully he will uh, acknowledge that. Uh, so, yeah, it was kind of cool. It all just worked out. Sometimes, you know, you get a break like that where everything just simply works out and, and it uh, uh, it's really good. And that's one of the, those examples. And he, to return the favor, you know, months later, uh, he tried. He was unsuccessful, but I give him E for effort. But he was trying to do the same thing on my birthday and and uh, reach out to Neil Young. And, and he knew that uh, Neil Young is one of my favorite uh, music artists. And he wanted to return the favor. He just wasn't able to do it. So When is your birthday? I'm not telling you. You're not telling me? I'm, I'm so old right now, I can't even remember. You know, I don't celebrate. Well, tell me about a time when you went on a giveaway or something. Uh, I've, I've got several, but this is the only one that comes to mind. I don't know why it just popped into my head. Uh, one morning, we were uh, encouraging our listeners uh, to go out to a, a Toyota dealership. Because we were going to give away a brand new Toyota. And so, and they sent me out there. I was out there live on the air, kicking in every 
commercial break. Hey, we're so-and-so dealership. Come on out here and register to win a, a brand new Toyota. And and so there was a good many people out there. You know, the chance to win a brand new car, you know, that's appealing to everybody. Am I right? Yeah, I'd like one. Yeah, you'd have been there if you'd heard about it, I'm sure. But you weren't listening that day. I don't remember seeing you there. Well, here's how it went. I mean, there were, it was crowded. People were lined up, sucking up and registering for this Toyota. And, and uh, so I was there for, I, I don't know, I, I want to say an hour or so. Uh, and it came time to pick the winner. So uh, I have somebody pull a you know a card out of the out of the box entrance. They hand it to me, and I announce the kid's name, and he comes up, and he was just crazy about winning a brand new Toyota. And what none of those folks there knew was that he in fact was the winner of a Toyota. But it was a, uh, a little cardboard thing, kind of an action figure thing of Yoda, all right? because Star Wars was big at that point. So I handed him a toy, Yoda. You get it? Yeah, I get it. I bet he didn't get it, though. He took the thing, and, and he wanted to kick my ass. stealing Ronnie Van Zant's hat from 38 Special? Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, 38 Special uh, were a great bunch of guys. I'm sure they still are, although Donnie Van Zant doesn't uh, tour with them anymore. I think he retired. So, But the rest of the guys wanted to go out and continue to make some money and get out on the road. So they got a new singer in there 
to replace Donnie Van Zandt. But but uh, uh, prior to that, a year or two prior to that, uh, I I was asking Donnie Van Zandt at a show backstage once about how stylish and how attractive his hat was. So he took it off and, you know, allowed me to look at it. And, and uh, I asked him where he, he gets his hats. And he mentioned, and I'll give them a plug, uh, Texas Hatters uh, down in uh, uh, Texas. I don't, I don't remember. I want to say, I want to say it's Dallas, but I'm not certain of that. It might be a, a town a little further south. But it's Texas Hatters. You, they, you can go to texashatters.com and and uh, see uh, all of the hats they make, and and uh, you can order one and that that kind of thing. And so when he told me that, I went on their website and I saw Donnie Van Zant hat. Uh, they also made uh, a hat for uh, what's his brother Johnny Van Zant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they made hats for other, I think Stevie Ray Vaughan maybe, and you know, they're, they're apparently pretty reputable amongst the, uh, rock music world. And so I bought and had made a, a Donnie Van Zant hat for myself. And, and the next time 38 special was in town, of course, I wore the Donnie Van Zant hat, and and uh, in the hat band, you know, as I said, it was customized to my size and and whatever. And and they they uh, they put in on the hat band and said this hat was custom made for uh, KGGO's round guy. Okay, so I was wearing the hat. And we were backstage, ready to meet all the guys. And Donnie Barnes, one of the other lead singers of the band, uh, came by. And uh, <laughs> when Donnie came out, I went up and said, I, I bought a hat of yours. And I showed him the personalization to me. And Donnie Barnes just breathed this heavy sigh of relief. And he said, he said, I thought you got into the dressing room and actually took Donnie's hat and were wearing it. And I thought, he said, I thought that when he came out and saw it, there was going to be a big rumble here. But of course that didn't happen because it was my own hat, but we uh, posed in a picture with it, me and my hat, Donnie and his, and, uh, we all got kind of a, a laugh out of that because everybody initially thought I'd swiped his hat, but that was not the. I certainly wouldn't do that, but uh, but I did have one made. Still have it, as a matter of fact. Wear it on occasion. It is a cool hat, and I encourage anybody to want to look into that. Uh, the uh, website would be TexasHatters.com. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you wear a hat occasionally there, Dr. Johnson, but you get a big melon. You, what size hat do you wear? A big one. Yeah, yeah, you have got a pumpkin on your head, baby. Yeah, I need a hat. 
I, if you check out that website, end up buying a hat, it'll cost you a fortune because they'll have to make it out of uh, a huge block of material. But you'd look cool. Yeah, I would look cool. Well, that was. I, this. Have, I got to think of some other backstage things that that uh, occurred in this. I like this. Uh, I like this uh, line of questioning that we're going down. Hey, yeah. Uh, did you know Wapalo is the city of the week next week or this week? I did not. Yes. I, I can tell you this: it's Willie Farrell's least favorite city in Iowa. He's been to Wapalo, has he? Wapalo. That's. You know, Willie's uh, Italian. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh. oh that's great. That's... I, I, I can't explain all of these to you. <laughs> Some of these you got to pick up on your own. Well, anyway, me and John Bain are going to go there tomorrow, and we'll give you a report on how cool the place is. I'm sure it is. You know, that's why you're Mr. Southeast Iowa. You go through all these towns, and the people love you there, and... and uh, you get to, to go in and out and uh, check out all these businesses and and uh, places in, in any one of those towns. Now, what are you going to be checking out in Wapalo? Well, uh, we got a few places to stop. we got someone that we're just supposed to meet somewhere about 10 o'clock in the morning, and they're going to show us the town and different places and coffee houses and I don't really know exactly what we're going to find and never do until I get there. And then I find out how great the place is. And then we do a podcast about it. Well, I wish I could tag along in some way, but I'm still uh, a little gimpy on this, uh, on this walker with my broken leg. Uh, it just precludes me from getting around like I'd like to. Well, last time I saw you, you were getting along a lot better than uh, I've ever seen you get along. Well, I, I'm improving pretty much every day, but but it's still kind of a uh, it's a slower process. Maybe that's got to do with how old I am. Mm. Uh, at any rate, I, I hope down the road I'm able to get rid of this walker and able to at least walk around a little bit, but uh, time will tell. Well, Oskaloosa's coming up on the list, so... One of these days we'll be checking out Oscaloosa. Well, that's this will be a great place for you to do so, and yeah. hopefully Swap by then this I'm week able to get around. And Washington, Iowa, next week. Uh, you say hello to my friend Cindy Thrapp over there. No, oh, well, she's in Wellman, but uh, that's just outside of uh, it's, Washington. It's all in it's all in the same county, that's for sure. Yeah, I'll say hi to Cindy if I see her. Please do. All right. Well, this has been uh, Tales from KGGO with the Round Guy. I enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. Uh, I liked it. I loved it. And, <laughs> and we're going to uh, try and talk to Lou. He's contractually sometimes uh, unable to talk with other outlets. But that that doesn't mean we can't get a hold of Larry Morgan. I, I got a call in to him and and uh, hopefully here one of these days we can talk to Larry about KGGO before uh, I was brought in full time. And then we had uh, Heather. Uh, but that you, you ran into Heather at the State Fair, didn't you? I did run into Heather at the State Fair. Hadn't seen her or talked to her in quite a while. And we uh, had a chance to visit. She's still doing some radio. She's doing some sports talk radio in the mornings. 
and uh, is very good at it. I've, I don't know uh, any woman that would uh, here locally have any better knowledge of sports and what's going on with this team or this player or that. And she's a big Cubs fan, so she could tell you all about the Cubs. And uh, I think a Packers fan, if I, as far as football. No, no, no. Chicago Bears. Don't let her hear you uh, tell her that I said she liked the Packers because it's the Bears. And, of course, the Bears and Packers, big rivalry. So, Well, hey, could you close us out with an I love it, I love it, I love it? I love it, I love it, I love it. All right, thanks, Steve. Jim Zobel. God love him. Rest in peace.